This is the Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. We begin and we're going to talk Jets because that's what's happening. Every day there's something new going on. Every day there's something else that we find out that's happening with this situation as to who's going to be the quarterback next season. Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers? Is it going to be Derek Carr? Is it going to be Jimmy G? Could it be a young man riding in from Baltimore in a long shot? Could it be Ryan Tannehill? Well, we'll figure out what the latest happenings in this extravaganza is going to be in just a couple of minutes. But first, with all this conversation about the Yankees and Mets, and we've been having it and it's been on the station, and I know the season is over a month away. We haven't even seen the first preseason games yet, which we'll start to see this weekend. But I just want to, just from what I'm hearing, I'm just concerned and I'm interested. So I wanted to hear from you. At Hardest to ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Here's a poll question I have. So, Yankee fans, with the start of the season over a month away, what positions concern you the most? Is it left field? Is it third base? Is it shortstop or is it second base? Now, I know my good friend Gordon Damer is just as frustrated as can be about the Yankee left field situation. And I do know there is some concern about the third base situation. And we talked about what's going on in the outfield last night with the idea of Aaron Boone answering questions about could you put Aaron Judge in left and Giancarlo Stanton in right and what are you going to do with Harrison Bader who – you're wondering now with the home runs he had in the postseason, could he be a home run hitter as well as now with the way the changes in the rules are, could be an outstanding and very important leadoff hitter who can steal some bases as big as these, as big as these bases are going to be. So I'm just curious from the Yankee fans, where are you concerned about what positions concern you the most? Is it second base, shortstop, third base, or left field? You can weigh in or you can call us too at 1-800-919-3776. But of course we begin with the New York Jets and all the conversation about who's better. Is Rodgers better? Is Carr better? Jimmy G, is he better? And everybody that you read about or watch on, on our family of networks has a different opinion, right? A different opinion on who they believe would be perfect for the Jets. So let's hear from Jeff Darlington. He's been really leading our coverage. He was on with Canty and Carlin earlier today. And he says sources tell him where Aaron Rodgers might be leaning. It's a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. All right, so that's the first thing you're hearing. That's the first concern. All right, so let's, let's, let's chew on that for a second, right? First of all, who are we to believe? And I'm not saying who are we to believe, whether Jeff Darlington or anybody else. I'm saying who are we to believe the source that Jeff Darlington spoke to or Aaron Rodgers? Because Aaron Rodgers says that nobody, I would think, the Green Bay source is not in his inner circle. I would think he's not. Okay. So is this source from Green Bay saying these things to 
make sure that people understand that Green Bay is still interested in Aaron Rodgers? Because there had been a report out from a, a writer who's covered the team for a thousand years in Green Bay who indicated in his article that, listen, here's the bottom line. Green Bay is done with Aaron Rodgers. They don't want him back. And so is this Green Bay's way to say, hey, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, we still want him back. Yeah, we, you know, love is cool and everything. And we believe that he is our quarterback of the future. But let's not let you think we don't want him back because what does that do? Well, it could compromise what you get, right? If if you're under the impression that Green Bay doesn't is ready to move on definitely from Aaron Rodgers, even if he says, I'm not retiring, I want to come back, then that compromises what you can get for him. Because you want, here's what you want if you're Green Bay. You want a couple of first-round picks. You want, if, if you can get them. You want a couple of picks because you want to replenish your roster. You've already got the replacement for him on the bench. He's been sitting there for the past couple of years. All right, so you already know who's the next quarterback to replace him. It's a matter now of what can we get in exchange for this asset, which is a very good asset from on the talent. Now, we know that he didn't have a great year this year, but still. Aaron Rodgers is going to go down as one of the top quarterbacks in NFL history. Does that mean he's past his prime? I don't think so. I think he still has a couple of good years left in it. Now, obviously, the stuff that he's doing now with going away and going and hiding and trying to figure out stuff and extending the situation, right, like he did last year. Well, I don't know. Maybe I want to go host Jeopardy. I don't know what I want to do. And now we're going through this again. So if you're the Jets and you hear this, you're saying, okay, what do we do here? If we sign, we want him because we feel out of the available quarterbacks, he would be the best one for us. He immediately, in the Jets' opinion, puts them in serious contention for a deep playoff run. I'm not willing to say Super Bowl yet because there's a lot of good teams in the AFC. So, But he would at least get them, health permitting, to a deep playoff run. And when you haven't been in the postseason in over a decade, that's exciting. So I get that. And if you're the Jets, you want to get in the postseason. I mean, come on. But on the other side of it, if you're the Jets, you're like, are we going to have to go through this every single year with him? Is this the way it's going to be? And now listen, if you win the Super Bowl or you win a, you go deep and you win the Super Bowl, you don't care. You're like, okay, we'll put up with it because it gives us a chance to win the Super Bowl. Remember, 1969 was the last time they won. The first and only time. And haven't been back since. So, yeah, you want him. But Jeff Darlington says if he were the Jets, this is what he would do. Aaron Rodgers is not yet available, and maybe he does become available, but at this point, there are so many factors in play, not the least of which is the compensation that you would have to give up to get Rodgers. I fully understand the idea of if you didn't feel like Derek Carr was a guy who could get you a championship waiting on Aaron Rodgers, but if you're saying that to him, unless that is just a BS sales pitch to just try to keep him on the line, and maybe it is, you should sign him right now. Waiting will do only one thing. It will cost you Derek Carr, and you could potentially see Aaron Rodgers not just stay in with the Packers, which obviously pretty good odds on that, but potentially go to a team like the Raiders, who have Devontae Adams, who have Mark Davis, who wants to make a splash at the quarterback position, who has Josh McDaniels, who covets Aaron Rodgers' ability and believes he's an elite quarterback. 
So if you're the Jets and you're waiting around for Aaron Rodgers, you are waiting to fight a battle that you might not even win. But what if the Jets feel, and we know what they said, if you win the Super Bowl, you a Hall of Famer and all that stuff. We get it. We understand. But do they really believe that he's their guy? Do they really believe that this is the guy that can take us deep into the postseason? When out there is Aaron Rodgers. When out there is Lamar Jackson. Now, the the most attractive thing about Derek Carr, as we know, is the fact that it's only money. It's only money that you have to give him. It's not about draft choices. It's not about losing picks. It's not about that. It's just money. All right, and he's not going to cost you fifty-eight million like Aaron Rodgers would cost you. So this is the dilemma the Jets are facing. They've got two options. Well, they have a couple of options. They've got two top options. And the longer Aaron Rodgers waits to make a decision or you hear anything from him, the tougher it is. Because he could come out and say, I'm retiring. And as we've said before, all your, all your other options are not there. Now you're searching, you're scrambling, trying to find a quarterback. And you're at plan D. So, yes, the stats are crazy. The stats show overwhelmingly that Rodgers is better. I get it. I will give it to you. Rodgers is better. But if he's not available to you, he does you no good. And that's the situation the Jets find themselves in. We'll hear from more folks at 1-800-919-3776. We'll talk to you. We'll hear from a Willie Colon and also Robert Griffin III. And we'll weigh in on our poll question on the Yankees. We'll do all that next on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. I think he's probably most built for New York. Talk about his campaign as a Raider in his nine years dealing with six different head coaches, the John Gruden debacle, him, you know, kind of going through the reins with multiple OCs. I just feel like if they were to make a move, if you were to ask any Jets fan, they want the guy who's going to take him to the promised land. Because certainly the Jets haven't been in the postseason in forever. And they're going to lean with Aaron Rodgers. So if I'm if I was to have my choice, I'm I'm waiting around to see what Aaron Rodgers does. I'll hold off on Derek Carr. That's Willie Colon, who was on Keyshawn J. Will and Max earlier today. And I hear what he's saying. I do. And that's what the Jets are kind of doing. They're kind of waiting around. It's just, how long do you wait? (laughs) That's the question. How long do you wait? Louis Riddick was on Get Up this morning with Greeny and says, the Jets need the right guy, not just the best quarterback. This football team right now is on the brink, right? What will get them over the hump? You've been wanting to know this question forever, right? You mm-hmm. just think, well, look, we just need a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback who can just throw touchdowns, make great decisions, and everything will be great. No, it's bigger than that. Has Patrick Mahomes not taught us anything as far as how he took that football team that everybody thought maybe wouldn't even make the playoffs, Bart Scott, and made them even better, made them better because of the person he is. Aaron Rodgers, probably you ain't going to see him until August. How's that making Garrett Wilson better? How's that making Elijah Moore better? 
How is that making Corey Davis better? How's it making Brees Hall better? How's that making this football team better if he's not even there? Mm. If every year you're sitting there going, well, we don't even know if our guy wants to play. We don't know if he wants to go off on a retreat, sit in a dark room, do some shrooms, whatever he's doing. I don't know. I don't know. You need the right guy. That's an interesting point from Lewis Riddick. And, and once again, this is what the Jets hierarchy has to figure out. This is what they're thinking about. All right. Is it because here's your window with Aaron Rodgers. All right, your window with Aaron Rodgers is two years, maybe three, but definitely two. Definitely two. Car's younger and gives you more leeway. Right? So clearly, from a logical standpoint, if you're following Lewis Riddick's line of thinking, you would want to go with the guy who, one thing we know, that Derek Carr is a pretty good locker room guy. He's a pretty good stand-up locker room guy. We, we, that's from what all reports are from people who've covered the teams and people who've played with him. That that's a, there's no question about that. Stats on the field, yes. If you're talking about cold weather, the stats are not great. If you talk about playoffs, stats are not great. I get it. But... While it's clear that Aaron Rodgers has the talent to get you there, I mean, Carr does as well, but he would just need more help. And so the question becomes, which is, once again, which is all the things that the Jets have to think about, is very simple. We want to win, but we want to win in a way where you're teaching our younger players about professionalism. You're teaching our younger players how to win. You're teaching our younger players to be smart on the field. And Riddick, to be honest, comes up with a scenario that, listen, everybody knows. And fans who have called here to say that they don't want Aaron Rodgers here, that's what they've said, is you're going to go through this all the time. The questions, does he want to play? Does he not want to play? Is he going to be here? What's going to happen? What's this? What's that? And so in trying to build on what you've started with the pieces that you've had, right? You want to have somebody that is going to be there and do it the right way. Now, I get, other beside the talent, I get what Joe Douglas and Robert Salah are thinking. Our jobs are on the line. We don't get to the postseason, <laughs> okay? It, it's clear. There's no mandate that's been out. There's no mandate that's published, but it's very simple. This would have been Robert Salah's third year and no postseason. And Douglas is right near the end of his deal. You, he can see the end down the street. And so if you're going to have to change the head coach, you're probably going to change the general manager again. And that means you're starting the clock over again. Okay, that's what that means for everybody. New system. We got to learn a new system. We got to learn new this, all this, all that stuff. And now you're starting back from scratch. It's a, it's a, it's a conundrum that only the Jets would find themselves in. That you have multiple quarterbacks available. First of all, that you have to even be in this situation because of the mistake that was made by Zach Wilson so far. All right, so far. And so now you're trying to find out, trying to find a veteran quarterback. And there's a bunch of them available, but the one you really want 
you, you have no clue whether he wants to deal with you. You can't talk to him. You have There's nothing. You don't know if that. Diana Rossini was on NFL Live, and she tells us what the Jets said to try to get Carr to come to Florham Park. I heard it went really well from both sides. And in terms of what New York was trying to sell him, because let's face it, that's what they're doing at this point. They were pretty clear with him. They, they told him he's a great quarterback. They believe that he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They went through the top D, the strong young skill guys, the explosive run game. They ran through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. All right, so they're, they're, they're selling. And they're selling this because they want him to kind of wait around until they make a decision, okay? They want, to, they want him to wait around. I mean, come on, obviously. But Robert Griffin III, who also was on Get Up, has another quarterback in mind for the Jets. Well, the best fit for Jimmy G is the Jets. When you think about what Jimmy G had in San Francisco, he had a running game. The Jets had Brees Hall. He had offensive weapons. The Jets have Garrett Wilson and uh, Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrios, CJ Uzama. You had a defense. You're talking about Sauce Gardner and Queen and Williams. He might not be the hero that Jets fans want, but he is the hero that Gotham deserves. And most of us would agree with Jimmy G. The issue is... Twofold. Availability is a huge thing with him. Let's just face it. Availability is, is tough. And when he was rolling with Frisco, all right, when they met Kansas City in the Super Bowl, the first one Patrick Mahomes won. During that season, it was evident that really they – they didn't want to put the football in his hands to try to win games. They really wanted to rely on the run game. They wanted to stay in the West Coast offense. They wanted to keep him almost like a managed quarterback situation. And I don't know that I don't know whether that's that's what they thought of him or much like Daniel Jones and Brian Dable, they wanted him to run that because of the scheme they had. That's how they felt that he would be more, most successful. And listen, they got him to the Super Bowl, so they weren't wrong. But at some point in time, your quarterback is going to have to put the team on his shoulders and win a game for you. At some point in time. In a couple of games during the season, against a marquee opponent, the quarterback's got to find a way to get a win. And it just appeared as though from the outside that the Niners bring brain trust did not think or wasn't confident that he could do it in the big the big spot now listen the run game is similar if the Jets get the offensive line fixed they've shown you some things I mean they were able to do a great job uh, with Brees Hall even when their offensive line was in flux so they were able to run they were able to do some things so Jimmy G would not be bad. The, the biggest issue, your biggest concern with him is availability. I mean, he could be hurt any time. And then what do you do? Then you're searching for another veteran quarterback. Because if he goes down, what do you go? Zach Wilson again? That's the problem they have. That's the issue. 
Robert Griffin III on Get Up This Morning says the Jets better be careful in the situation they're in right now. They're trying to date two girls at the same time right now, okay? They had a nice weekend getaway with Derek Carr. They told him all these great things about him. But all the while, they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come out of hibernation to see if he's ready to take their relationship to the next level. Now, for me, I absolutely hate that for Derek Carr because you never want to feel like you're an option in a relationship. You want to be the one. You want them to commit fully to you. So, for me, the, the ceiling is higher for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, but the bottom line line is the lifespan of that relationship is shorter than Danny DeVito. <laughs> and that's the one thing that really jumps out at you for all those folks who say Rogers, whether they, they are pro Rogers or anti Rogers, they all agree is not going to be an easy relationship with him. 1-800-919-3776. Your calls are next on 987 ESPN. This is the Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yankee fans, with the start of the season over a month away, so I get it, it's, it's a long time. But I'm just curious, what positions concern you the most? Is it left field? Is it third base? Is it shortstop? Or is it second base? Now, Josh B., the company prez, you know, from DPH and Rothenberg and the company. Hey, company, how are you guys this evening? He weighs in and says it's got to be Donaldson at third, but we know it's not about his defense. I actually like the idea of Judge playing left field, but for the position, his arm has more value in right field. I feel health is key, as always. Wonder if we see Volpe, Volpe or Peraza. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Wondering. We'll give you some early numbers. It, it, it's it's a little interesting. It, it's, it's not what I expected, and I'll explain when we give you the numbers in a couple of minutes. Off to the phones we go. We begin with Jeff in Freeport. Jeff, you're up first on ESPN New York tonight. Aaron Rodgers, you can't wait. He's in the dark. Can't wait. Uh, who else? Jimmy G gets injured too much. Derek Carr, Carr for Lamar Jackson. Okay, those are your two best guys. Game 60, 61, Winnipeg. Okay, now Matt Bozell, Matt Bozell. Wow. We hadn't heard from Mike from Queens in a long time. I guess since the Islanders got a win, he was able to come out and, and, you know, speak out a little bit. Paul's in Queens. What's up, Paul? What's up, Larry? Larry, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. What's happening? Let's talk about the real reason about this whole jet drama. Let's look at the perception and the reality of everything, all right? Because you know me a long time. The perception is, on paper, quote-unquote, this team could do playoff damage if they're healthy. They have to be healthy. Larry, they have to be healthy. You know, another thing that people don't talk about is look at the heart and soul of why that defense was great. Keep the same players. We don't know if we're going to keep the same players. Look at the rotation on the defensive line. They never had that kind of rotation with seven guys, eight guys going deep. Michael Clemens came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the most important thing that we don't realize is that the NFL nowadays, not compared to when we were watching in the early 80s, you know, where people get hurt. Everybody gets hurt nowadays. Yep. You know, we lost Brees Hall, and, and and we lost, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker, and that kind of destroyed us. So we don't know what that's going to lie ahead. The bottom line is this. Look, at it's always been the constant with this organization, the disorganization. You bring in Derek Carr, you throw this Hall of Fame stuff at him, and he leaks out to the public. I mean, you know, what are we looking for? You know what I think it is, Larry? And, and I, I want you to, you know, you know, think about this. Is there a possibility that if we bring Derek Carr – 
you know, the slogan of number two, hey, number two is going to develop and all that. With Derek Carr coming in, maybe they're afraid that number two, they're actually realizing that number two is a bust. You know, maybe that's why they're harping still on Aaron Rodgers. I, mean, I don't know. The bottom line is they never do things smoothly. They really mm. don't. And it goes back to the, the way this, this organization is run, Larry. Anyway, listen, have a great night. All right, you and too, I'm Paul. Hang up and listen to your point. All right. All right. Thanks for weighing in. Look, the fact that they are looking, Paul, for a veteran quarterback already tells you that they feel that Zach Wilson is a bust. Okay, they're looking for a veteran starter, not a veteran backup quarterback to help him out. Where they would say, well, he's going to compete. We're bringing in a veteran quarterback who's going to compete with Zach Wilson for for the starting for the starting job of the Jets. They're not saying that they're telling you we're bringing in a veteran quarterback to be the starting quarterback of this team. So they already know (laughs) they already know. It's not working out, and it hasn't worked out, and they don't believe it will work out. Now, the Rodgers thing obviously is a possibility where they say, hey, listen, we we can have our cake and eat it too, so to speak. We get Ivan Rodgers here. Okay, Zach Wilson said he was his he was an idol. Rodgers was his idol. So maybe Rodgers can talk to him and maybe Rodgers can get him on the right train and on the right path, and maybe we can salvage something from here. But Paul, they already know what the situation here is. All right? So let's move Zach Wilson out of the way. You are correct about the fact that they're in this situation because they guessed wrong at the quarterback spot. That's why they're here. As far as health, there's no question that the health health is always a major factor in your success in the National Football League. That's why... The talent on your depth, the talent of your backups is key to you having any type of shot because somebody's going to get hurt. I remember Rex Ryan used to tell us in the media all the time when he was coaching the Jets, there's a 100% injury rate every game. Every game, somebody gets hurt. Injured, hurt, nicked up, whatever. Uh, A hundred percent, somebody does every single game. So there's no question health is a part of it and depth is a part of it. And you're right. And I do think that they will be able to bring a large portion of the team back. They're going to have to make some adjustments. They may have to restructure some contracts. They have to make a decision on what they're doing with Quentin Williams, who had a big time year. And so they have to do some things. But there's one major thing, which is that trumps all those things we're talking about. And I'll explain it next with more of your phone calls as well. It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN New York. This is the Larry Hardesty Show on 98.7 ESPN.